I love my country. I love nature of my country. I love people uh, of my country. I um, was born in this country and uh, really I want to live here. I want to This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. In reality, Ukrainian people are much better, much more interesting and friendly than other people expect. This podcast is about the real life, experiences, work and personalities of Ukrainian people with a focus on the capital Kiev so that foreigners discover the positive truth about Ukraine visit the country and invest in the economy, creating more opportunities for the younger Ukrainian generations to stay and build their country. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help clean the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero to me and even though for the rest of his life, he struggled with cancer. He always told me so many great things about Ukraine and its people then. From 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to build orphanages for the children who lost their families in the war. I could not return to Ukraine in 2020 because of COVID-19. So this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. This podcast now is ranked number one on Apple Podcasts about Ukraine, top 60 travel podcasts in the UK, top 50 travel podcasts in Italy, top 25 travel podcasts on Apple Russia, and top 20 travel podcasts on Apple Poland. My guest today is Irena Liesnir. Irena is a graduate from the National University of Food Technologies. She loves travel, sports, pole dance, volleyball, and having a happy life. She is the owner of Iska Go Shop. I don't know exactly how you say it in Ukrainian. So later on, um, Ira helped me with this because in French it's escargot. So it's escargot Shop, a company that delivers delicacies to the Ukraine market from snail or escargot to caviar, cheese, ham, and sausages. Ira, how are you today? Uh, hello, Aziz. Uh, I am fine. Uh, thank you for my introduction. Um, you said uh, everything uh, correct about my uh, shop. It's a cargo shop. Um, the main uh, um, product of my shop uh, is its nails. Uh, so the name of shop is about snails, a cargo shop. I love it. And then the question that I will begin with is, why escargot? Like, is it something that you found as an opportunity that you can be a good provider of? Or is it something that you enjoyed from before and therefore you chose to become specialized in selling it? Because of course, it's a delicacy. Uh, a lot of people appreciate it and it's very good. And I'm asking to you, is it more that you found the ability and opportunity to work in that delicacies market or is it it comes first from you enjoying those delicacies and then 
making them into uh, your own work? Uh, first of all, uh, a cargo is something that uh, I enjoy. <laughs> uh, and uh, um, I think four years ago, I first time come to Paris and uh, I first time uh, try to eat <laughs> this delicacy. I love it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and um, when I tried it first time, uh, I was um, uh, working in an insurance company. And of course, uh, I don't know anything about food. Uh, one year ago, I started, uh, uh, I finished my work uh, with insurance. Uh, and uh, I decided to make uh, something, um, some, something by myself. Uh, I've got a partner and I am co-owner of a snail farm. Uh, there are many snails farm in Ukraine, more than, two, more than 200. Uh, many people grow snails and uh, uh, export them uh, to Europe. Uh, and uh, of course, when I started this business, uh, there was no, no COVID. <laughs> um, but um, it happens. And... Uh, um, after um, after the situation with quarantine, uh, we decided to sell this product uh, in uh, Ukrainian market. It's not easy now because it's uh, very special food uh, for our people. But I think that um, I believe that in two years, maybe um, maybe three years, it will be normal food, and everyone can. Uh, can try it to eat and uh, many people uh, will like uh, this food because it's uh, it's tasty <laughs> and um, because of uh, very uh, specific uh, food <laughs> uh, i decided to add to my shop uh, other products uh, which are more normal <laughs> for our people for uh, for ukrainian people like uh, cheese like uh, ham uh, different sausage wine uh, nice delicacy. Thank you. That's actually really interesting. Then to ask you, I'm going to ask about everything. So mm -hmm. sports and as well as pole dance. There is this stereotype mm -hmm. and I keep asking all the smart scientists uh, that are from Ukraine and that come on this podcast. And I say, look, in most of the world, there is a stereotype that someone very smart, they're not really good at sports or they don't enjoy it. And But you enjoy sports, you enjoy even pole dancing, which means you're very strong. So uh, how do you combine these? Or is it something that is normal in the culture of Ukraine? Or maybe it's a break when you use your brain too much, you like to do sports to relax. Can you comment on this? Uh, yes, of course, um, I can uh, talk about sport um, many hours. Uh, my uh, uh, first sport and my um, uh, a big part of my life, uh, it was volleyball. Uh, I uh, graduated, I finished not normal school. Uh, I, uh, uh, when I was a child, uh, I uh, studied sport lyceum and uh, uh, I... Um, uh, was um, a sport master. I'm sport master, not was <laughs> in volleyball. Uh, and um, uh, I love uh, 
uh, I love this kind of sport. But uh, uh, when I started to study university, uh, I must uh, finish uh, this because uh, I haven't got time for study and uh, for uh, trainings. It was uh, difficult uh, to, com to combine. And uh, after I think four years of studying university, I started work and it was, um, I haven't got any time for volleyball. And um, uh, for me, it uh, was very interesting to try, uh, um, to try do something with <laughs> on pole dance. <laughs> uh, it's really so, there are many stereotypes in Ukraine and uh, in on all world, <laughs> I think about it. But uh, for me, it's uh, really sport, and I respect it. Uh, it's very difficult sport, and uh, you need uh, to be very strong uh, and uh, to be very uh, to be very uh, uh, persistent uh, to uh, uh, to make uh, something <laughs> uh, on uh, on trainings because uh, it's not easy. Wait, wait, and, this is wonderful. So are you a disciplined, persistent kind of person? Or did you notice that in yourself, you were a bit more lazy, but then you use sport and things like that to teach yourself to be strong, disciplined, and uh, persistent? Uh, of course, I'm not saying you're lazy. I'm just saying, you know, like most, <laughs> most normal human beings, they have that a bit of laziness. So is it like you teach yourself with sport to become strong, disciplined and persistent, or it's just you enjoy it very much and it's a good bonus that it makes you stronger and persistent? Uh, first of all, uh, I, uh, uh, when I uh, go to sport, uh, uh, sport gym, I take break from business. Uh, and uh, I have uh, rest for my brain. <laughs> and of course, it's some discipline for, for me and for my body. Uh, I try to go to sport gym three times a week, but now it's, it's a problem, <laughs> you know why. Uh, so I try to, uh, to go outside uh, on the street and uh, have... Uh, um, sport trainings uh, outside. <laughs> I understand. So to you, a sport is a way to take a break from business as well as maintain your sanity and good brain and connection with nature even in time of quarantine or lockdown. Did I understand correctly? Yes, yes, you understand correctly. <laughs> Great. Then I will ask you about this whole thing because you are an engineer so you yeah. study the world as an engineer and it's a lot of math and thinking about like moving parts and uh, mechanisms and things like that and mm -hmm. you're a sports woman and therefore you use your body and you think think about movement and maybe rehabilitation and flexibility and being strong and you're a businesswoman, which means you have to learn about psychology of people and about business and money and sales and marketing. And those are a lot of many, many skills. Two things. 
are some of these skills that you were very good at from early age, so it's a natural talent, and others you developed? Or are you a person who is like, I love to learn, I love to improve, and I love to try many things and learn many things, and that's why you have skills in different areas like this, because usually engineer, they say, uh, you know, all my friends who are engineers, they say, I wish I had formula for human beings because machine is simple. I know the formula, but human being, it's not so simple. But for you to be businesswoman, you need to understand psychology. And engineer, you need to understand formulas. And athlete, you need to understand body and movement. So again, to make it simple, uh, is it because you love to learn and everything you learn new? Or do you have a brain that has many talents from a young age and you develop them? Uh, I think that I have a good brain, of course, but uh, I study more. I, uh, I learn many things every day because uh, I need to, to do it, <laughs> to, be, uh, to be better, to make my business better. For example, now uh, I have an online shop and I must... Uh, I must know everything about advertising. I must uh, know about uh, advertising in uh, social network and uh, I learn uh, everything about Google ads. It's not easy. <laughs> Sometimes it's very difficult and uh, un understandable for me. But uh, every day, step by step, uh, I try to learn uh, something new and I try to do something new <laughs> to make my business better. Thank you so much. Then to ask you about your business, you said, of course, because of coronavirus and the pandemic, there were difficulties. Well, specifically to you, what difficult things happened for your business? And what did you do to adapt and to become, you know, able to survive, even though the times are unusual? Uh, the first uh, difficult uh, thing, <laughs> thing which happens with my business, uh, it's uh, uh, about uh, closed uh, abroad, because uh, uh, we grew on our farm uh, three, uh, 30 tons of snails. <laughs> we have a lot of snails, and um, of course, uh, every year uh, we have uh, partners abroad uh, in Germany and in Poland, and we sell it. Uh, to, um, one, uh, when the pandemic started, it was uh, impossible. Uh, so we must uh, uh, correct uh, our direction and make uh, a retail uh, to, um, because we have a lot of snails, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, so now um, uh, I have um, already uh, uh, already retail delivery of delicacy in Kyiv and Ukraine. This is uh, the main uh, area today. Uh, of course, I have um, several partners for wall sales. Uh, there, are, there is uh, restaurants and um, one, of, uh, one of them is very big and famous. Maybe you know Hilton Hotel. They are famous all over the world. And uh, this, year we start, yeah, this year we start to work with them. 
And um, now I am working on uh, one uh, idea uh, to delivering products uh, for fast, beautiful and delicious aperitifs like in Michelin restaurant. I want to make a Michelin restaurant in the kitchen uh, of all Ukrainian people. Uh, the idea is to bring people uh, extra as much products as they need to make a, a, a particular dish. So they don't uh, have to buy uh, extra. And of course, uh, all of products uh, are um, uh, at uh, an affordable price. Okay, and if I understood correctly, because this is very interesting. If mm -hmm. someone wants to cook at home a Michelin level Michelin star level meal, yeah. you yeah. will deliver all the ingredients, especially the delicacies that they will need for that meal without extra waste and at an affordable price. So they can prepare at home something very tasty and they don't have exactly the ingredients they need. And the price is better than going to a Michelin star restaurant, of course. I mean, by definition. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and if yeah. not, there will be no wasted extra delicacies. Is this correct? Yes, this is correct. The main idea to bring people exactly uh, as much products as they need. For example, maybe salt with truffle. They don't need a big bottle. <laughs> they need uh, several grams. And they don't, uh, they will pay uh, half uh, one cent for this several gram. And if they buy a big bottle, they must to pay 20 euros. For That's example. brilliant. And I want now to ask first, mm -hmm. I know you're the co-owner, but to ask about this, because I know there are techniques for ideation or for creativity. One of them was the same one that was inspired by the Soviet patent uh, office that many engineers use to create all kinds of innovations by subtracting, adding, changing, and doing things like that. So I'm asking you about your way that you come up with ideas. How did this idea, for example, happen? Did you notice something? Or do you have your own process for thinking and creativity? Or was it a conversation with your uh, co-owner and then at some point one person said something and you thought wow that's a good idea like I'm curious about the way you create ideas because you seem to be very creative and whether it happens like many people say when I'm in the shower or doing sports or in nature or you have a specific way that you use a pen and a paper or something to think and then systematically create new ideas. Um, uh, about this idea, uh, uh, it's idea uh, not about uh, snail farm, it's idea about shop, to make a shop more pop popular. Uh, so uh, I don't um, speak about this idea with my partner uh, with snail farm. I speak about this idea with my partners uh, from uh, cheese, uh, from uh, um, ham, from wine. Uh, uh, I, uh, they, um, I have uh, collaboration partners and uh, they uh, was um, in great mood <laughs> when they hear my idea. Uh, so uh, we, uh, now we are 
uh, accounting uh, how uh, how much it can be cost and uh, uh, we are prepare, preparing first um, uh, first uh, product box uh, for uh, for this idea great what i'm asking is how did you invent this idea to say it simply like did you just have inspiration or did you study other markets or as an engineer do you have a way to think about new ideas and then you found this one. So I understand you spoke with your suppliers and your partners and they're happy and that this idea will be um, hopefully soon created in the retail and in the market and in online. But I'm asking about your creativity. How do you create new ideas like this? Is it you're in the shower and you have a new idea or do you have a system and formula to think and then have new ideas? Uh, I think uh, this idea <laughs> came to me uh, when I was cooking on my uh, kitchen. Uh, now uh, there are a lot of um, you know, restaurants are closed and uh, um, I must, <laughs> I should uh, to cook uh, by, my, by myself for my family. And uh, it's often happens that uh, you want to, to uh, prepare something special you buy a lot of product and uh, half uh, of them uh, um, you didn't need after uh, after preparation uh, so um, it's uh, only about my uh, <laughs> uh, my experience own experience I think uh, to make uh, uh, I decided that it will be good idea to uh, to sell uh, a part of product for uh, for my customers in my shop. Great, wonderful. Now to speak more about Ukraine, and I mm -hmm. know you have the competence and ability. If you wanted to live in America or Canada or London or Australia, you can easily be one of the people who do that. And because one of the purpose of this podcast is to understand the reason great people like you stay, so maybe other people will know why to return who are from Ukraine or this can be developed more. Well, can you speak first? What is your favorite thing about Ukraine and why do you choose to stay, which is positive and good, compared to other people who go and live forever in Europe or America? Uh, you know, uh, uh, the main thing, <laughs> the main uh, uh, thing that I love in Ukraine, it's my family, <laughs> of course. And uh, um, our country uh, have a, a crazy government, <laughs> uh, you know about it, <laughs> I think. But uh, I love my country, I love nature of my country, I love uh, people uh, of my country. I um, was born in this country and uh, really I want to live here. I want to, uh, to, to do uh, everything to change this, the economical situation in Ukraine. Uh, I want uh, my children will, will be born here and will grow here. I like travel more. I visit more than 20, 20 countries, but... Uh, uh, I want to live uh, in my country with my family. Wonderful. That's absolutely great. Do you live now in Kiev or outside Kiev near your farm? Uh, I live now in Kiev. Uh, 
but uh, I often travel to my farm. It's not far from Kiev. It may be one hour by car. Uh, and uh, uh, on weekend, I was with my husband. We um, try to travel uh, near Kiev, <laughs> in Kiev region, and um, in uh, in different parts of Ukraine because there are. Uh, a lot of parts with beautiful nature where you can uh, go. Uh, you have you need only two hours and you will be near wonderful lake or, or uh, in a great forest. <laughs> Perfect. So can you share, let's say a foreigner comes to Ukraine, which are your favorite places to recommend in Kiev as well as outside some places that they should visit for beautiful nature and to enjoy. Okay. Uh, if uh, uh, someone uh, who never come to Ukraine will come and uh, uh, first place uh, will be Kiev, uh, I uh, recommend uh, to see Mariinsky Park. Uh, it's a very beautiful and uh, big uh, park with uh, a wonderful um, view. Uh, for um, Dnipro River, uh, you can uh, have a good uh, walk uh, uh, for two hours and uh, you can uh, buy there something tasty to eat, uh, some, um, I don't know, some ice cream, for, for, for example, and uh, or tasty coffee. Uh, one more place in Kiev, which I, I love, uh, I, um, the, um, it's a small uh, coffee house uh, in, uh, on Maidan Nizdalezhnosti uh, station. It's uh, uh, the center of Kiev. Uh, I um, show this place uh, uh, for all uh, guests, uh, for all my guests who uh, come uh, in Kiev uh, at first. Mm -hmm. Also, there is a wonderful... No, where is it? Okay, I'm familiar with Maidan and the station. Which yeah. place exactly is it? Because you said uh, the place... McDonald's in Maidan, oh. on Maidan, Nezalezhnosti station. Are you talking about Cafe Cuba or Cuba Cafe? Oh, uh, no, I don't talk about Cuba Cafe, but it's uh, very close to Cuba Cafe. Uh, it's name Kaffa. Uh, uh, it's a oh. small cafe. And they have where their, uh, exactly like I know where the McDonald's and then mm -hmm. which direction do you go? Uh, it's uh, three minutes from uh, Cuba Cafe. <laughs> so uh, you go to the direction of uh, uh, you go to the direction of that police station and uh, up that street or you go the opposite like because there are many streets up, up the street up the street. Up the street, uh, I think uh, 50 meters, and uh, turn to the left, and it will be a small cafe. Uh, it's, no, uh, I think I'm thinking of a different street. This is wonderful to understand. There is a street mm -hmm. that takes to that small hotel, and there is another street yeah. that takes to the bridge or something that you go under some bridge. Uh, you need the street uh, where Cuba uh, uh, Cafe. Okay, that, that street. And in front of yes. Cuba Cafe, there is that place with the cherry wine, just to confirm. Yes, 
okay. cherry wine and so uh, uh, after cherry wine you must go uh, forward to maybe uh, 15 meters not uh, not a lot okay <laughs> is it you go inside a building or do no. you go up that street that goes high like the street that goes up, up the street and to, to the left and you will see a small cafe Small okay, cafe, but and that has street has a police station, correct? It's to the left. Yes, yes. So it's before the police station or after? It's before police station. In that street where there is so many uh, notarius or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's there. I thought it's all notarius shops. I never um, known that there is a coffee place. And it's, why do you like it? Is it the atmosphere? Is it the tasty coffee? Or what is your favorite thing? And because it's small, is it a place, I know, not time of Corona, but before Corona, mm -hmm. is it a place that people buy coffee and go, or they have an interesting place to sit too? Uh, this is a cafe where people, uh, of course, can buy coffee and go uh, take away, but uh, uh, usually people uh, sit there because uh, it's a special atmosphere and very uh, tasty coffee. They have their own uh, receipt uh, and uh, they uh, don't uh, sell uh, um, this coffee um, uh, for... Um, if you want to, to take home a big package of this coffee, they will not <laughs> uh, sell it to you. Uh, just uh, if you want to drink it, uh, you must go uh, uh, in this uh, cafe. Great. And, uh, One second, it. because this is wonderful. First, I know kaffa is a kind of special recipe that is Slavic for very sweet coffee. To make sure, since the name of the place is kaffa, uh, do you have a specific name or type of coffee, like cafe latte or cappuccino or kaffa that you recommend there? Or is it only one type that they sell and it's really good? They sell many types of coffee, but they have three recipes in something special. My favorite is the spiced coffee. It's a very interesting taste, and uh, I tried to make at home <laughs> something like that, but <laughs> it was not look like. <laughs> um, so I um, tried to go and buy this coffee uh, one week, <laughs> uh, every, uh, every one week. Wonderful. And can you mention the other places you are going to speak about in Kiev, as well as natural places in Ukraine that you enjoy? Uh, there are many wonderful places in Ukraine. Uh, and uh, it's a pity uh, that um, when, people, um, when foreigners come, they uh, can't find these places by themselves. They need uh, something, someone who will show. For example, we have a wonderful tunnel of uh, in love uh, in uh, Rovna city. It's um, uh, west part of Ukraine. Uh, there is an old railway station and wonderful nature. Uh, it's one of the famous uh, places in Ukraine. Uh, so, um, maybe you know. Uh, Chernovtsi city, it's also west part of Ukraine. Uh, there is a wonderful building, Chernovtsi University. Uh, it's um, big, uh, great, uh, great, and it's possible uh, to 
to go to Chernovtsi by train, by bus, by car. It's, it's not difficult to come there. Uh, also, um, in Chernigiv region, uh, this is uh, uh, north part of Ukraine, there is um, uh, Kachanovsky uh, building. Uh, it's um, a big, um, big residence of um, uh, uh, Ukrainian, uh, Ukrainian paints. And uh, there is a uh, wonderful nature. Uh, and uh, I recommend, I, li I, li I love this place and uh, I recommend uh, uh, to visit it for all uh, my friends. Uh, also, I love, I like uh, ski and uh, of course Bukavel, <laughs> it's very uh, nice place. I love mountains uh, and uh, if um, you, for example, like ski, <laughs> I recommend you to visit Bukavel because it's big uh, kurort and uh, there are many uh, ski uh, tracks and um, uh, I visit uh, every year uh, this place. Wonderful. Then to return to Kiev, because I think I stopped you too early, <laughs> If what restaurants, both that are not so expensive and like really good quality too, that you enjoy and would recommend? Because Kiev has really good restaurants, actually. It's wonderful. So to you, let's say someone wants to try any cuisine that you provide delicacies or that you enjoy, <laughs> which restaurants would you recommend? Um, in Kiev. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, you know uh, the Lativarota station. It's uh, um, a city uh, city center. Golden uh, Gate. The restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the restaurant name is Pantagruel. It's French cuisine. It's very tasty. Uh, this is the old restaurant. It more than twenty years uh, and. Uh, it's small, very cozy, uh, and um, it's, they don't have a large menu. They have uh, maybe, I don't know, 10 uh, uh, different uh, dishes, but uh, all of them are special, uh, very tasty, and uh, uh, normal price. Uh, good okay. quality and Is normal it, price. <laughs> does it have like many colorful things and like some painting things, not painting like painting but on the wall it has colors and it's French that you can if you sit there you can see the Zolotivorota is that the one you speak about or it's a different restaurant it's a different restaurant it's a different restaurant so it's not in the street behind the opera but near Zolotivorota uh, it's um, near Zolotivorota if you um, will um, you, if you will stay face uh, to uh, uh, Golden Gate, uh, uh, you must uh, go uh, to the right. Maybe I think four minutes, it's close <laughs> to oh. the uh, metro station. Is it the um, street where there is honey and the McDonald's there or another street? Uh, yes, uh, the street near McDonald's. Honey also, just to make sure, yes, because yes, there's too yes. many McDonald's <laughs> in center. It's like every street has McDonald's. So, oh, okay. So you go there and it's to the left or to the right, just to confirm extra. Uh, 
Pantagruel. Pantagruel. Yeah, Pantagruel. Correct. Perfect. You're wonderful. Then I will take more advantage. I want to ask you specifically about <laughs> a restaurant that is there. It's a butcher and also a grill restaurant, which is in the street that is in near. Uh, it's a street in front of the opera, but uh, near, very near to the uh, Zolote Vorota. Do you mm -hmm. know what, what it is? Yeah, I, I know I know this restaurant, but I have never been there. I oh, know. Okay. I wanted to ask whether it's a uh, you know, good, good place since you're a super specialist. You're like the Michelin star critic and reviewer of <laughs> Kiev. You should start. And that's a good business idea. Your own manual of reviewing for restaurants of Kiev. You can be very cool. Okay. For people who had a difficult year in 2020, and it was difficult for everyone, including for you, what advice do you give so that they can overcome if they are in a difficult situation? The advice that you have. And finally, what website or social media or place if they want to learn about Escargot Shop or if they want to communicate with you? Uh, uh, I think uh, first part of your question about uh, uh, some advices. Um, of course, uh, uh, quarantine, uh, it was a difficult situation for a lot of uh, people, but uh, uh, there is uh, no less money. Uh, you need to understand uh, where they went. <laughs> and uh, um, I think uh, everyone needs to change uh, their mind and uh, find new ideas uh, how to live uh, in uh, new reality. Because uh, uh, we, we can't change anything. <laughs> we, just, uh, make, uh, we just can uh, uh, make something new, create something new and uh, end life. Uh, and uh, about uh, my uh, shop, uh, I have a website. Uh, uh, I, uh, I send you uh, address of my website and I have uh, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> and um, everyone who interested uh, can uh, uh, write me or call me. <laughs> I will... Uh, uh, and I will be very happy to speak with everyone. <laughs> Thank you. I will write the links in the description for this episode. It was a pleasure. And I thank you very much, Ira. I thank you too. It was very uh, a great experience uh, to have uh, uh, this interview. And uh, I'm uh, very happy to uh, meet you. <laughs>